This episode of Mod Rules brought to you by the Dangly Boys Best of Compilation. Dangly Boys is a top competitive 40k podcast, bringing you such genius tactical advice as... And they're not just tactics, they bring you such humorous anecdotes, such as... And that's not even their funniest stuff. Remember that time Seth told this funny story? Hold on, guys. I only have one change of clothes. That's too funny. Dangly boys. Bringing you such great advice, such as... Shit, I don't know. Take shock attack guns or something. Maybe they'll, maybe they'll fix it sometime. Who knows? And after way too many attempts at that startup before realizing I didn't have to push more than two <laughs> buttons, uh, we are here live on location at MJ's Cards and Comics out in the Valley. Um, this is John, joined as always by Dave and Danny. And today in a special episode, we've organized a team uh, tournament. So we've invited all of our teammates along. We're going to have like practice-friendly games against each other. And we're going to record sort of throughout the day. So this is in our, our pre-time. Um, everyone's kind of filing in, getting ready to start. Um, and we're just kind of talk to our opponents, talk about how our games went, and kind of do like an in-time kind of reenactment of how the games go. Um, Danny, what are you bringing today? So I'm going to give my Chaos List one more shot. I'm running uh, kind of a carbon copy of uh, Austin Wingfield slash Jeff Robinson's uh, Chaos List. So I'm going to give that another whirl. So yeah, I'm excited about that. Beautiful. Dave? Uh, <clears throat> I'm running the same list I ran uh, in the last, well, last tournament. Uh, drop pod guys, some uh, some executioners, uh, Bobos uh, chapter master, which uh, thanks to Arata will now be replaced by a regular captain instead of that. So yeah, you kind of got boned over a little bit. Oh, really? How come? You lose you lose your Phobos armor when you become a captain uh, a chapter master. Effectively, is what it says. You lose your uh, denial. Bubble. You lose the signum thing. Yeah, the um, the twelve inch denial bubble. You lose it when you become a chapter master. Huh, I thought it was just the infiltrators couldn't use his art of his captain ability anymore. Mm -hmm. the, the, I'll, I'll read it again. Yeah. Also, I, th I think hmm. you can still have the deep strike denial. He did lose the, the other thing there, but um, we'll, we'll double check maybe that. Maybe I misread it. Well, hopefully, because I'm going to play it that way today, so I hope no one else could have read it that way. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm bringing uh, Leviathan Dreadnoughts, Redemptor Dreadnoughts. If it has a gun with multiple shots, I have it. My my Red Scorpions with uh, Carb Calling the Risen at the helm are, are here as an Ultramarine successor. Um, <laughs> ready to die to execute. So the, I just want to make sure we understand this right. Okay. So the yep. Imperial <laughs> Fist painted Marines that are Red Scorpions <laughs> that are an Ultramarine that are Ultramarines. I'm just making sure we're all on the same page. They're, they're Ultramarine successors. You know what? I, I'm perfectly okay with it. it. It flows with John's narrative, and I think it works great. Oh, and he whatever. Should be, he should be totally happy with his paint job. I they're will, fully painted, and they look good on the and table. That's and I'm proud of them for that. Like they, they, they are, look great. They do. They are mostly painted. Um, I'm excited. It was uh, They've been mainly mostly painted for like five years. Though, yeah, so it's not like it's mainly hard. to take that shitty uh, ultramarine <laughs> piece of relic war gear. On. I will continue to give on him the shit. captain here. 
that, as 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 is your your endeavor. But yeah, so I, I I did ultramarines mainly to take the relic where I get to pick a unit before the turn begins and reroll to wound against it, um, and then that is that that's the thing. So we have uh, about nine people here. I think we're gonna have about ten people total, which is really good for that's awesome. A random officially technically could be a real tournament. If we technically, to. could be a real tournament if we wanted to. Thankfully, we're not real. We're no. just fake. Yeah. Uh, Thank, thankfully, just we like don't, the internet points, we don't need to hold an invitation to get fake team points and uh, score points. Ooh, but we really should at yeah. some point. Uh, but yeah, that, that's about all I want to talk to you right now. We're going to go get the tournament started. We're going to play round one, um, and then we will be right back. Dude, I'm the best. I took first place at another tournament. First off, stop with the thunder and lightning. You don't impress me. And second, let me check out the BCP rankings. And I don't see you on there. What? Your TO needs to download the Best Coast Pairings app and run events on it. After the event, the results are uploaded into BCP rankings, and the best part, it's easy and free. But I play multiple game systems. No big deal. The BCP app can be used for any game. A ton of events every weekend are using it from major international tournaments to local stores. And now that it's available on Android devices, you're going to have some serious competition. There can be only one. BCP Rankings is a fun and exciting way to measure how you or your team stack up. No matter what you play, your score goes to an overall ranking. Or compete to be the best in a game, a circuit, a region, or the world. Download the app or visit www.bestcoastpairings.com for more info. Best Coast Pairings. Are you the best? And we're back. I'm just going to cut you off halfway through. I'm with uh, Matt Goodwin. He was my first round opponent. Um, though game was a very generous term to give our encounter. Uh, Matt, tell us a little, about, a little bit about the list that you brought. So I ran a Imperium soup list with a primary focus on knights. Yes. Because I'm that person. <laughs> I don't know what you mean by that. Um, um, so I brought three Crusaders, sure. uh, two with battle cannons, one with a Thermal Lance, because I really like the Thermal Lance, and I think this game proved I think why. they're really handy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, I know a lot of people look at the Gatling Cannon, they look at the battle, like, that's kind of their main armament. Mm -hmm. But honestly, I think if you didn't have that Melta Cannon, my Leviathans would have survived, like, a little bit longer than they did. I agree. I think I would have lost a knight if not for that Melta Cannon, just mm -hmm. because it, it basically stopped an entire turn of shooting. It, yeah. it stopped your shooting a, a turn early. Right. Um, I think... Everyone looks at the Gatling Cannon, obviously, because it's reliable. Same with the Battle Cannon. Uh, I think when you already have two of those, I think having that Thermal Cannon just to throw out there as a wild card right, is right. really helpful. No, absolutely. So you had your three knights, yes. and then you had a Mechanicum Detachment, or Mechanicus Detachment. Yes. Getting my 30 gates confused. I had my Rusty 17 of Love it. 15, 15 Rangers and two Tech Priests just for five command points and randomly throwing a wound back on a knight, which actually helped us in this game because yeah. I got brought down to 12. And then managed to go back up to 13, putting me back in my top bracket. Damn bracketing. Without spending a command <laughs> point, which is great. And then I also had a Cadian Battalion, which was Emperor's Wrath Artillery Company with two Basilisks. Which did some work as well. Yeah, I think they they took off the last wounds, I think on three of your Dreadnoughts. Yeah, yeah, they did. Just because like, you were able to shoot twice with some of them. Like Being able to choose, the, like roll two dice and choose your shots was super helpful as well. Mm -hmm. um, so Tale of the Game, really, uh, we were playing ITC Mission 4. Uh, so I chose to set up my entire army first. Um, I want to say that was a mistake on my part. 
I should have let you set up first and then kind of position my little murder blob accordingly. Because uh, my little murder blob of dreadnoughts is very scary, but it's also very short-ranged. Yes. Uh, so, so that was kind of mistake one on my part. And there was many. Uh, so kind of I deployed my little murder ball. And we're uh, up here in Alaska, uh, rather than the lower 48, we play in heavily terrain tables. Yes. Uh, and this was no exception. There, there was a lot of terrain here, um, and you did a great deployment and used that to your advantage. Tell me about your deployment. So I, don't, assuming I was going to be going second in this type of deployment, I did my best to hide everything I could. So I think I got one of my, I think I got my thermal lance knight completely obstructed. And... <laughs> And um, my other two knights were either mostly covered, so they weren't going to get a lot of good shots off them, or my warlord knight was so far back that I think only your auto cannons right. were even in range. Who could see them? Right. And then my basilisks were also able to completely hide behind a building. So for the most part, I was completely safe for that turn one, except to maybe losing a couple wounds here and there, which not super worried about. So for secondaries, I chose um, old school. Uh, I chose Titan Slayer. And I chose Recon. And that, the Recon for me is a holdover on every other army I have being able to easily score Recon. Um, and then what happened, because I had Titan Slayer and like your Warlord was just like a wealth of points over there, you separated your list in a way where you had like the big fat fancy target over here and the rest of your army like other side of the table. So quickly, right away, I had to be like, well, shit. If I go after this guy, then I'm going to be pincered around by the rest of your army and stuck in a little night trap. So I kind of had to make that decision early on to go after your guys. But they were so far back that I'm like, I had to spend my first turn sprinting, which is not what you want to do with the Dreadnought list. Right. I believe you had to advance. Yeah, I had to advance dreadnought. every Dreadnought turn one to kind of get it into range, mm -hmm. uh, which was like genius. And at the same time, I'm like, oh, fuck. Okay. And then looking at my secondaries, I'm like, recon. Yeah, no, this, this, this no work for that. Uh, tell me about your secondaries. Why did you pick the ones you did? So I took Big Game Hunter for the obvious reasons of, I think you have eight Dreadnoughts, seven Dreadnoughts? <laughs> Some, uh, <laughs> one, two, three, four, six. Six, six. I'm not an insane man. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I took Big Game Hunter for that. I took Old School just because I was very confident. I could, I'm fast enough with the Knights. I can get a line breaker. I was confident with Last Strike, First Strike. Uh, Slay the Warlord is the only one where I really have to be doing well to get it. Mm -hmm. But generally, I can move in a way to make that happen. And then I took engineers, actually. Yeah, that was that was surprising. I mean, I see why. I mean, Rusty Seventeen is a great use for that because you have these little sort of command point battery battalions, um, and using these two five guys who I'm not going to be paying attention to because you have so much coming into my face, right? And I so can, much shooting at me. I can just park them in the back line. It's a five man squad. It's 35 points, so I don't care if it doesn't really do anything in the game. Right. They're there for the CP at the initial point, holding objectives, and with Grya, I can deny psychic powers with them with a stratagem. Perfect. So. So going into the game, kind of looking at my list, what was your strategy kind of off the bat there? Um, so like you said before, you've got this like murder ball of dreadnoughts and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Basically, my whole list comes around, can I crack that before it really gets an optimal range? Right. Which I think I did pretty well with. You did really, uh, spoilers, it was 35-6 in Matt's favor. Yes. Um, actually, it was. I thought about it. Uh, you actually got two more points. We didn't mark your Titan Slayer points. Oh, bam. So it's 35-8. Oh, man, let me go update this real quick <laughs> while you're kind of explaining the rest here. Yep. So what was I talking about? Uh, uh, like your strategy going into the game. Yes. Um, so all your Dreadnoughts, the Leviathans, the Redemptors, they're very deadly at about 30 inches and less, really right, right around 24 where those Storm Cannons come in, and I'm most effective at 36 inches. Right. So I figure my thought process was if I can crack the majority of the firepower before you enter that range, mm -hmm. I can kind of, the game's on my terms for the whole time. 
Because that murder ball can't really separate from itself to no. target different things. I mean, because it's so dependent on auras and everything exactly. right around it. Yeah. With a chapter master and lieutenant reroll, as soon as it separates, it becomes noticeably weaker, which is what I wanted. I wanted to try and force that decision. Yes. So, And I think towards the end, it had to happen. But by that point, I don't think it was... By that point, I was just going for kill points. Oh, I got kill one because I killed your dude as well i yeah. forgot about that yeah yep. okay cool yeah because so, yeah by the end of it i had to figure out kind of okay i have to break away i have to start killing stuff um we had hero lieutenant <laughs> who tanked like half a night's firepower yeah i shot him with the heavy stubbers and the battle cannon i got 10 shots with the battle cannon hit and wounded with eight of them or six of them excuse me yes and saved just all of them yeah, he just did yeah. Not it was care. it was amazing dice rolls i was very happy about that um so for for my my benefit here how would you have played the game differently if you were me? Um, unfortunately, I don't have a lot of experience with Dreadnought lists. So sure. going off of that, I think being a little more aggressive turn one okay. might have benefited you. I think you could have either been more aggressive turn one or because you, were, you might not have been able to get a whole lot in range. Um, maybe that turn two, you kind of hopped out on the side of the ruins to try and start engaging me. Right, right, right. I think you could have played a little, I think a little bit of a waiting game there, forcing me to come around to you. Because you had to come. So yeah, yeah, with yeah. the way our terrain was set up, if I had tried to round that building in order to get to you, mm-hmm. it would have put me within an easy charge range after a move. Yeah. Or easy range for your weapons. So it, then it becomes a waiting game of, I can't score points until I come to you. And at the end of the day, you can you can you can afford that maybe until take turn three or four. Right, right, right. So that would be the only thing I would say. Right, perfect. Well, I was going to say, is there anything you would do differently next time? I don't think there is. I think you yeah, played think, a really good game. Yeah, I think that game um, was really solid for you, me. You forgot Canicles a couple of times, but like I said, in the end, thirty-five-nine. As, as I've slowly grown yeah. points through the course of this discussion <laughs> on it, um, it was a really good result. Like I said, I think it was well played. Um, and yeah, you just completely countered everything I had by just kind of <laughs> piecing up. Me like, hey, hey, hey I see you've got over there. I've yeah. got giant ones. <laughs> <laughs> My robots are bigger. <laughs> hey, well, Matt, thank you so much. Uh, I'll let you go get some food now, and uh, yeah, good luck with round two. Cool, thanks. You too. Yeah, thanks, man. Terrible musical cutting because I shouldn't have started the sound effect after I talked to Matt. But we're back again. Hey, um, Danny is back with his first round opponent. Yep, Taylor, uh, and they're going to talk over their game now while I go and eat Panda Express. Oh, good luck. <laughs> All right, so um, Taylor was playing Tau, and I was playing my Chaos List. Um, I think, like, Taylor literally showed up to this, like, last minute, so, like, his list was written for him, as I understand, while you were in the shower this morning, right? Yeah, no, Nate, Nate wrote my sh- uh, list while I was showering <laughs> and put it all together, and it was not the Talonar list I usually play, so it sure. was extremely new to me. Yeah, no, and totally understand that's, like, it's tough to get thrown into a scenario where yeah. you're expected to know all of your rules, and yet, like, yeah, yeah it's hard. This was maybe, like, my eighth or ninth official game of the actual of actually playing of the actual game as well as having a brand new list so yes. like all of those things are tough to understand yeah. so all, all models i didn't know uh yeah. a, a lot of stuff i wasn't aware of a lot of stuff that i kind of just got thrown into which is fine yeah sure and like oops no town are like as the list is uh is tough to play like right off the bat like that right yeah town our list is so bad i like it so much <laughs> um so uh Taylor made, like, I would say, he, like, I think his deployment was interesting. Like, he put his drones in front of his army. Now, normally when you see Tau play, like, they'll put their drones behind their guys. Because, like, so, okay, so think about this. Like, the Riptides can fly, right? So you can just fall back from combat and shoot people again. So, like, if you put the drones protecting you behind them, you can take all the big hits on the, on the on, like, all the big hits on the drones that you want to transfer away. 
and then just like let the uh, now granted like shielding them from assault is like not the most terrible thing either yeah but you still get to overwatch guys so I think yeah. that might have been a better deployment maybe probably my my, my poorly thought out idea was that I was just going to stop you from reaching my uh, my army. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> my guys are really fast, though, especially when they get to move twice. I, I thought that I would have the, the wall of shield drones there. Uh, I was I was not aware that if I'm locked in combat, I can't shoot your Oh, yes. <laughs> with anything. So if the drones were locked in combat, I didn't know I couldn't shoot stuff. So, so on turn two, uh, I got my, uh, my Lord Discordant into the drones, right? Yeah. And so... Uh, he did not fall back with him on his turn, which I think was a pretty pretty big mistake. So like, yeah. and but like a newbie mistake, right? Like oh, yeah. you would make that, and then like you'll never make that mistake again, right? No. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like and since the drones can fly, they can actually move over my guys too. Mm-hmm. So that's something that they can also do, which is nice. Drones have fly. Yeah, drones have fly. Okay, cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's so. what makes them so good at like screening later game, like in late yeah. game stuff. So you can put them in front of stuff and be like, okay, well, you can surround me. But you're not going to lock me in combat. Yeah. And like I said, my, my thought process was that I would just avoid getting in combat with my other things. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I didn't think that I had to fall back. Oh. So by the time I got to my shooting phase and I hadn't moved them, I was, and I was like, well, I'm just going to shoot this. It's like, no, you're not. And I was like, okay, yeah, no, fair. <laughs> that, that is something that I have not uh, dealt with yet. Sure. And that one Lord Discordant is pretty badass. Like, yeah. he is a lot of... he. Like, I was consistently had prescience on him and he got to roll... Like 12 extra attacks every turn. And we were just dabbed on by other Taylor, which was nice. Thank you, Taylor. It's a super dab. Two Taylors, both dabbing. Yeah. Yeah. It's super. It's uh, dab squared, if you will. Da- da- dab squared, Taylor squared. <laughs> no, and I'm used to having the Talnar, which, which can overshot with its heavies. Uh, no, yeah, it's heavies. It can it can shoot its heavy weaponry. Yeah, so it can shoot its arm guns into combat. Yeah, which is which is probably why you like thought that. Like so, probably. like and like well, and like that's a that's one of those things. If you play with something enough, you kind of form a habit. Mm-hmm. And like since that guy ignores the normal rules, like it's easy to make a habit that can like screw you over later on too. Yeah. So, and to be fair, except for like the one the one scrimmage match I had with Nate at home with my uh, my space wolves, uh-huh. that is. All I've played is a town arc. So, oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So, like, of, of my nine official matches, probably eight of them have been that town arc. Okay. Well, yeah. Good to know. Yeah. So, that's, that's, that, that was where my knowledge is based. <laughs> <laughs> Which is obvious. Sure. But, I mean, I think your shooting was fine, and you shot at, You didn't shoot at not the right stuff. Like, Mortarian is even, like, surprisingly enough, is actually worse in, like, worse in combat than one of those Lord Discordants, potentially. And why was he such a big deal to kill? No, that's what I'm saying. No, he's worse to fight against. Oh, like he does okay. more damage potentially. Okay. Yeah. So you you did the right thing. Okay. Yeah. No uh, no judgment there at all. Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't know that you had such large, ginormous units of the uh, the demons. Oh, the plague bears. Yeah. Yeah, they last a long time, yeah. man. And yeah. Minus two to hit. It's it's a thing. <laughs> yeah, it is a thing. It's like Eldar flyers, man. Except. They're just dudes on the ground. They're very actually, stinky. I think he ditched the flyers. No, he's using them today. Yeah, he's using some flyers. Yeah. Fair so, enough. all right. Well, I learned, hey, I learned my lessons. Yeah. Okay. Good. Well, I'm glad that we were able to talk about that. And yeah, I think that I think next time you'll do even better. Hopefully, ideally, I, I want to use this list more, especially if the uh, the rift tides and the other battle suits, rather than the town are. Oh yeah, for sure. I think it's a better list in general. Oh yeah. Anyway, all right. Well, thanks for inter- thanks for the interview, man. We appreciate it. Of course. Hey, Joe, I'm back here. We have Aaron and Taylor. Uh, they just played a game against each other. Uh, proverbial 
like perennial opponents, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Constantly first round matchups. We had. <laughs> yeah. We had Aaron's Dark Angels taking on Taylor's uh, fragmented Admech. Uh, tell me about your game. Uh, so they're well, they're fragmented because they were launched onto the floor today. That was unfortunate. <laughs> it's 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 really a um, a testament to the solidness of that uh, termite drill. Uh, yeah, it, uh, it how p- fucked up your tank is from <laughs> it. It, it uh, pile drive to Scorpius and made it actually explode. Dude, it just, it's the absolute shell. It's like if someone was trying to make terrain out of a broken tank. Yep. So I'm playing with that today, and that's exciting. Th- that is. Luckily, this friendly tournament allows <laughs> shattered miniatures, like, kind of across the field. Very optimal. You also lost, like, six hoplites in the process. I'm, I'm missing six hoplites, and I'm missing two uh, shoot priests. So I'm playing, like, 50 <laughs> points down today. Would, and he still beat me. So. <laughs> Spoilers, yeah, with that humility. Oh. <laughs> so, so uh, Taylor, what did you run? So, I have two battalions. I have Call. Um, I'm taking the Servitor Maniple. I have 18 Breachers. I have Call and the Manipulus in the HQ zone. And then two squads of six, one squad of five Breachers with the Big Fist and the Arc Gun. Um, and then I have tw- uh, 40 Hoplites. I ex- excuse me, I have... 34 hoplites today. <laughs> you um, should have 40. I should. Yep. And then I have 12 priests, excuse me, 10, uh, drill and three scorpiuses. And then I have 15 Gryan uh, rangers and two Gryan and just here's another battalion. Just to shut off my psychic powers. Yeah. Hey, four plus. I don't like that. Stop. Yeah, <laughs> that's done. That's done. And then uh, Aaron, for dark angels, what did you bring? Uh, two battalions. Uh, I'll just... List them all, basically. Two Smash Captains, uh, Ezekiel, um, uh, a Lieutenant, uh, that I had to borrow from a teammate because I lost that. Uh, This is like the game of misplaced models. (laughs) An underpowered intercessor unit because I misplaced one intercessor. Oh, yeah, that's fine. (laughs) Two five-man intercessor units. Um, uh, Three scout squads with, like, bolter, heavy bolter, sniper rifles, um, um, really want to try De- Deathwing out today. So I got Deathwing Knights, I got Deathwing Terminators, and I got a Deathwing Ancient. Um, and that was pretty dope. So trying it or just making like half of your list Deathwing? <laughs> <laughs> right. Pretty much is. Actually, 980 points on my list go into Deep Strike at this the start. A small smattering of Deathwing in there. Perfectly yeah. planned. So, so then, Aaron, coming into this game, you're yeah. trying out these Deathwing, you have... What is almost full complements of Primaris, like missing models aside. Mm-hmm. Knowing you're playing Taylor, looking at his list, what was kind of your game plan going in? Uh, it was going to be difficult to reach. Um, it was very difficult to get uh, pick secondaries because it was going to be hard to reach his characters. And it was going to be hard to reach his uh, tanks in the back. Mm-hmm. And Taylor's designed his list so that his secondaries are, it's really hard to pick from. Um, my yeah, like, game plan, like you can get them for yeah. sure, but you got to basically table me. Yeah, basically. Um, so my game plan really was to try to keep the cataphrons breachers as occupied as possible, uh, especially since you weren't running the servitors today. I'm not now. I, knew, um, I usually do. Yeah. I was trying to keep those as occupied as possible and try to eliminate those. Unfortunately, um, I had a squad of Inceptors deep strike in <laughs> and get Auspex scan. Yeah, so. Which apparently is an AdMech thing. <laughs> which apparently is an AdMech thing. Yeah, so it turns out if you just roll like six fives to hit and then uh, all wounds and then three threes for damage, it turns out pretty well. Yeah, um, which brought my Plasma Inceptor squad down from four to one. 
Yeah, um, rough. Which is a lot less plasma shots. <laughs> he didn't blow himself up, though. Yeah, he didn't 75% less plasma shots, mathematically. Mathematically, that's yeah. A, that's, that's about a 200-point unit. You just, just boop. Two CP, I don't like that. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, my game plan was tr- try to tie up the Cataphrons, but it was just really difficult to, I mean, it wasn't difficult to get to them, mm-hmm. but it was difficult to get everything behind them. So, yeah. And even if you tie them up, like my whole list wants to fight you in melee. Exactly. So yeah. even yeah. if you're there, I'm strength 10 with um, AP minus one D3 damage. Oh, well. Exactly. Yeah, here I yeah. am. And talk about your hoplites a little bit. Like, yeah. They all died. <laughs> well, they did, but um, so I, tell them why, though. I really love hoplites. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, yeah. So... Uh, he put like 18 saves in the first squad of hoplites, and I was like, "All right, I have three three ups." Well, I failed 12. Interesting. <laughs> uh, the next squad. Uh, well, you put 11 11 saves. Mm, I'm gonna fail eight of them. <gasps> and then yeah, so they didn't do anything. Normally they do. Normally they're big big heroes who do all the cool things that I want them to do. But this game, they just yeah, negative. big heroes who absorbed all the bullets. Yes, they abs- yeah. they absorbed all the bullets with their bodies, and yeah. thus the Amasai was praised. So, so coming Whatever. into this game, uh, mm-hmm. knowing that Aaron's running kind of this experimental list a little bit here, right. knowing that almost half of his army is going to be in deep strike, what yeah. was uh, your plan going in for that? Screen with the hoplites because that's why they're in the list. They're super good. In, in retrospect, I should have screened on the first turn with breachers and put the hoplites in the back because the breachers are T five with two plus save. So if you want to run right. a ton of biker shots into them, then fine, they'll be yeah. okay. Um, and I can heal them if, even if they could hurt. So I should have done that. But I put the hoplites up front, so most of them died. Um, so, yeah, that was the idea of screen. And then uh, just kind of uh, <laughs> hope Auspex o- scan went off and then hope you didn't make your charge. You did make your charge, but I traded that unit of breachers for all of your terminators mm-hmm. because the the, t- the, priests, the priests in the drill coming up and then paying 2 CP for Wrath of Mars, which is mortal wounds on sixes to wound. Oh, is, my God. Is insane. <laughs> It was insane. So uh, this is the first time I ever used this unit, by the way. So I roll the dice. I have ten of them. So I roll thirty shots. I roll uh, eight sixes. So quality. So so right away, it's it's just a straight fuck you. So I was like, all right, that's yeah, pretty, yeah. that's pretty cool. So that explodes three hits each six. Yeah, it's, it's Tesla. <laughs> and then I'm like, all right, cool. I rolled a wound. Uh, all right, that's eight sixes. So Again. that's eight mortal wounds. Eight mortal wounds onto a ten wound Terminator unit, and they all die. <laughs> and then he rolls a, a bunch of ones, and they, they fall down. Yeah. Um, that was pretty cool. And the Melta shot did, like, four damage to a character, which is pretty funny. I got to yeah. say, as someone who's running right now a bunch of um, uh, Leviathans, there is nothing more frustrating than failing two-up saves. Seriously. Like, consistently failing oh two-up saves. It's just like, mm, no. No. It's very irritating. Please. Why? I, I need you to not do this. But even, I did. Even just the three-up involves. Because oh, yeah. now that I'm doing Deathwing, and I, I've dedicated so much into uh, Storm Shields, failing those three-up involves, it's like, I've seen... Wolfen players do this a lot. What's going on? How, why why can't I do that? Why, why can't I do this? So then, Aaron, what was your highlight of the game? Um, I mean, first of all, my highlight was playing with my bro. Oh my god, I love it so much. Re- yeah. Real answers. Yeah. No, oh wait, wait. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> real answers. Oh, shit. <laughs> my highlight of the game was getting the Deathwing knights into combat with the Cataphrons, uh, along with the Deathwing ancient, giving each uh, knight four attacks each. Strength eight, AP two, flat three damage, and then the, the maul had five attacks, or not the maul? What, what is the it called? Mace. The mace, the, the, the flail, yeah. Oh, the flail, that was um, stupid. Which spills over damage. That was my highlight because that was big damage. My highlight was very easily the jazz hand grenade. They the jazz hand grenade. Yeah, they all popped out, <laughs> gave you the jazz hands, <laughs> and then you <laughs> everything died. <laughs> the brilliance of their little died. jazzy dance. They're like, hey, we're here to give you some lightning. <laughs> <laughs> well. 
Uh, Aaron, welcome to the loser bracket with me, Taylor Gray. Look in round two yeah, onwards. Thanks. I'm going to fight a bunch of knights. I'm going to cry. That's going to be exciting. Uh, I'm going to let you guys go eat your food now. Thanks so much Thank for so uh, much. coming on. Thank you. Thank you. Man, like magic, we're back again. This time with Dave and his first round opponent, Adam. Oh, man. This was disgusting. A lot of firepower with the new Marines. Just, uh, I wish we could have been on the same side. They pretty much would have just stopped the devastation of all the annihilation of. Like, uh, I think everything. this was like ultramarine gunline on ultramarine gunline violence. Kind of, yeah. I mean, I had an edge with Iron Hands. Oh, you were Iron Hands today? Yeah. Well, that explains. Something. I've been running Iron Hands since the Codex came out, actually. Ooh, but all, all the one week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that's. Uh, two tournaments, though, John. That's a fair. That's fair. Yeah. So, Adam, tell me about your list. Uh, you favor gun lines. It's kind of like your favorite style of play there. Tell me about your list with this new codex. Yeah, so this list is mainly uh, going newer with replacing Gilliman. I played for about two years the entire time. He was the centerpiece of every list, and this is my first time bringing out Marnius Calgar. So it's basically just castling up with a bunch of 48-inch range non-line-of-sight shooting. So there's three Whirlwind Scorpiuses, and then... Uh, Three of the new Invictus Dreadnoughts, and they get to reroll all hits and reroll ones to wound, and then you get the Devastator Doctrine. So the Scorpiuses are AP minus three. Uh, bullshit. Uh, They're bullshit, John. Yeah, and they don't. And against the uh, and with ITC and the the walls, there's a lot more line of sight blocking. So the Scorpiuses yes. are a lot of lists aren't really prepared for that much non line of sight shooting. That much powerful line of sight shooting. Yeah, yeah. and uh, Ultramarines. I the Iron Hands have some really good stuff because it's all vehicles so it would have been good but i wanted to use the relic seal of oath it gives all your units reroll full wounds like gilliman against one unit so if i play against an imperial knight or something um i basically still have that old gilliman bu bubble for one unit and i also brought cronus in the scorpius so uh, you get the strat 2 cp to shoot again so you can shoot basically up to like 18 shots hitting on his two up with cronus from a scorpius he repairs it, and then there's also a Thunderfire Cannon with a Tech Marine who can repair. So there's a couple different ways to keep the list bumping. But kind of your, your main thing here, sounds from like your list, is can you keep the bulk of it hidden. Yeah. Shoot a bunch of shit from far away, but then you also have some distractions, like you have like the aggressors that I mm -hmm. saw like out there. and Yeah, so there's a couple cheap units that are disposable. They have good firepower for their cost, but uh, it's mainly if someone's going to charge at you, you have something to throw in the way. Um, so there's four aggressors, and then, uh, again, the Ultramarines have a strat to give a sergeant um, a relic, and you can make his Bolt Storm Gauntlet Mastercrafted. <laughs> so you can have, like, 12 shots hit that are two damage each, so you have, a, like, a 30-point well, guy who can deal 24 damage. So which one did you pick for this? Did the Power Fist or the, the Gauntlet shooting? Uh, so this, I didn't use it because uh, your list wasn't going to come towards me. Hurtful. So I didn't even... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have to use that extra <laughs> relic yeah. against you. Uh, if the list has close combat units that are going to come at me, I'll use it because they're just bubble bubble wrap. But since you were going to outshoot me, uh, I didn't even waste the CP on it. I don't think I outshot you. I well, can tell you that. If you went first, you would have. Oh, well, if I had... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's it definitely was a possibility to be outshot. So seeing Dave's list and kind of what he had set up, what was your strategy going into the game? So I have the three Invictus Dreadnoughts. I infiltrated up and... I was just hoping to, you know, blow up two tanks, two of his uh, executioners with my shooting and just multi-salt everything and just basically wrap it up turn one, just like table this guy. Uh, but old Iron Hands overwatch on fives and then he had the chapter master strat. So he, his overwatch was actually way more deadly than I I'm had anticipated. very familiar with Dave's <laughs> repulsor overwatch. Yeah, so I actually <laughs> lost two dread. I killed one executioner. He popped a strat. You can shoot uh, a vehicle when it dies. 
he, he basically no scoped a dreadnought with that. Uh, uh, I was a, one of your Scorpiuses. Oh, brought a, a Scorpius, there, yeah. and then uh, the other two dreadnoughts. He killed one in Overwatch and brought the other ones both down to three wounds. And one failed the charge, and one made the charge. But he's at bottom bracket, so I'm trying to hit this repulsor on fives <laughs> with no uh, rerolls. Yeah, and so I, I get a get three damage on the first. I, I spend like all my command points doing rerolls, and I do uh, honor the chapter to fight again and deal three more damage. So I'm like trying to do everything I can, and these three invictors that I thought were going to like just face roll, yeah, they they, they just sucked. They well, just did nothing. So <laughs> to to be fair. You had you charged something that has massive Overwatch yeah. capabilities. Yeah, that so was, that was my first time playing against the new uh, executioners, and definitely would have done it differently. Yeah, in hindsight. Yeah, I mean, but against like somebody else, like a, um, you know, not Tau, because I would have been yeah. just as bad. But you know, against an Eldar list or something else, that you yeah. you probably would have done very well. Yeah, getting you, in there. If they're only hitting on sixes and they don't have like the Chapmaster, Master, the only rewind ones. With yep. that with that Overwatch, you, you know, you're looking. It's uh, with Gilliman. All my auto cannons wound like knights on fives, but he lets you reroll everything, and you get a surprising amount of fives. Yeah. So when you Overwatch on fives and you have the chapter master rerolling everything, you get a sur- over fifty percent of your hits. Oh and, no, I know. Uh, so, yeah, I definitely um, I, I would have been better off just shooting. Also, turn one, I thought the victors were going to do more in close combat, so I shot one of the Scorpiuses at some troops, uh, his snipers, mm-hmm. and since the victors didn't finish the job, I should have just killed the executioners and shooting. Um, so definitely would play it differently. They're um, nasty surprises. Yeah, the, the executioners were not uh, friendly at all to me. Yeah. Dave, going into this game, this is game seven with this list now. Um, yeah. Based based on your math, no, it's sir, your, your math. Yeah. Um, what was your tactic going into this gun line? So my, my true tactic going in was that, you know, I needed to go first. Uh, whoever went first on this one was going to come out ahead. Um, I thought... Uh, so, like Adam said, in turn one, he blew up one of the repulsors, and I, uh, and, uh, Vengeance of the Machine Spirit's 2CP strat to uh, shoot back at one of his Scorpiuses hadn't fired yet, and unfortunately I didn't manage to kill it, which uh, which was brutal. <laughs> it was after the movement phase, though, so I couldn't repair it all yet, yeah. and it was down to the last bracket, oh. so I was hitting on fives for the rest of the shooting I mean, phase. it crippled it, but yeah. getting rid of it altogether would have been better, so. Yeah, I think it still did a couple wounds. You, you did. Because the Chapter Master and the Lieutenant still... Yeah. Um, I'm definitely noticing the change of, of having to go with the uh, only rerolling ones as opposed to rerolling all wounds, like it, because I had been uh, playing them as ultramarines and running them as a gun line like that. Um, but switching to iron hands, I've well, actually, I, I kind of enjoy playing them better as iron hands. I do wish they had something that gave them the ability to have full rerolls, but I don't have anything in that. Like you had that, uh, you have your one use relic to, to right. basically doom that tank, which is why you killed that tank. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but that, that tank I killed super easy. The other two, I didn't finish them off until that, like bottom of turn three. It took mm-hmm. yeah. my entire army, and mm-hmm. they were already half dead. After my, my red scorpions have that same relic for that same reason. Just yeah, pick yeah. one target. Yeah, and it worked. It works great. Um, but it's a you know it's an ultramarines, so um, uh, basically it was a. Depending on how the dice flow, this game is going to go one way or the other, and it uh, it, it ended up in a uh, thirteen nineteen. Yeah, it was pretty close. There was a few turns uh, I was getting score more on the objectives, and he had one that was pretty close that he lost track of. Um, and and had it been that, it he probably would have got three more points, yeah. or I would have got three less points, and it would have been you know like a one point game. Yeah, yeah. We, I foolishly placed uh, an objective marker on the table that was the exact color as the piece of terrain it was on, and it was a little glowing. Uh, we were using so I, I totally did not see it until like the oh end man. of three and went, 
pro plays. Oh. It's like pro, pro, pro plays kids. Let's oh. have uh, like neon colored objective markers. Um, I, his list is very hard to choose secondaries against. Um, I took sec. Uh, so I took uh, big game hunter because he had a uh, mortis dreadnought and the three relic scorpiuses, which meant I had those that I could shoot. Um, he also uh, had just not enough to, to max out anything except for Kingslayer. So, yeah, it was it was very difficult to actually choose secondaries against him. Um, and, I mean, yeah, not that hard to choose no. against. Com- complete accident. I just yeah. as many auto cannons as yeah. I could, and it just so happened that <laughs> so it's hard those, to choose secondaries. Those suppressors, I think, were actually bigger stars than your Scorpiuses. Yeah, so against your list where we're both just deploying in the open and the non-line-of-sight shooting didn't really matter for us, the suppressors have plus one strength, and they're – the, the AP is minus three versus a Scorpius. Um, so it's some pretty... Well, and two damage each, same yeah, damage. So. Yeah, same damage. So uh, with the Devastator Droctrin, the Suppressors are super uh, high AP. Yeah. They're, they're all-stars for they, sure. They did mad work. And then turn four, do we get to four? Yeah. We'll pull, I threw on we, the, uh, we tactical the Doctrine. Tactical Doctrine. And the Science of Gilliman, they got to move, and they don't have to have the minus one for shooting heavy weapons. And they move like 12 or 14 inches. So they're pretty... Handy, and they're only ninety points, so you can, de- if you don't need the full like leaf blower style alpha strike, I can save those guys and deep strike them anywhere for objectives. Mm. So yeah. they're they're either super good for just efficient auto cannon shots, or they're my objective grabbers. Yeah, they they were considerably better than my snipers, who just whiffed regularly. Yeah, they. He had, he had three squads of snipers that couldn't kill one aggressor squad over the Man. entire game. No, they were just, and that was with direct line of fire, getting to getting mortals on sixes, and also getting D three damage. I just uh, killed one aggressor. And you know, snipers are like the best unit in the game until they're not. Yeah. So they are either the best unit of the game or they're the fucking worst, yeah. <laughs> like the whole time. But yeah, Adam, we let you go get some food. Thank you so much right. for for joining us here. And then we'll be back probably like right now, but you won't be able to hear because I'm just gonna hit pause. All right, so we're going to wrap up round one here. Oh, yeah. uh, we had some great interviews. Uh, we got to talk to Aaron and Taylor about their game. We talked to all of our opponents. We're about to move into round two, uh, which I'm very excited about. I'm going to be playing Aaron. Oh, sorry, Taylor, the gentleman you played first round. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, you're going to be moving on to play Joe. I am his, playing Joe. And his Chaos Knights. Yeah, I'm ready to do some Chaos on Chaos, just creaming. Uh, Lord Discord in action on some Chaos Knights. Um, but yeah, we're going to be right back with some round two coverage. If you're a true follower of chaos, enjoy killing Tau scum, fry devilfish we'll just... for breakfast, drink the blood of fire warriors, collect the we'll bones just... of croup fodder, desecrate the cockpits of mantas with demonic sigils, sing songs of chaotic praise and joy, when berserkers chain axe overwatching broadsides, hell drake bell flame shield drones into flying discs of spinning fire, and just all around bask in the path to glory, then the Shrine of Chaos podcast is a must listen for you. I'm Mini Wargamer Dave from MiniWarGaming.com, and I invite you to be a champion of chaos. Listen to the Shrine of Chaos podcast wherever podcasts are downloadable. Thank you, Mob Rules, for allowing this message from the Eye of Terror. You are welcome. Yeah, uh, Dave. Yeah, we're, we're about to jump into round two here. Um, by the end of this tournament day today, I will find my mute button correctly before I start talking. It's a personal goal at this point. I'm pretty excited about I have, it. I have faith in you. I have faith in you. Not a lot, but I have some. So I'm about to have some Dreadnought Blob versus Tau action. Danny's about to have some Chaos on Chaos fun. Dave, it's it's a long day for someone like Dave, and 
one two and a half hour game is just. Of, of I mean, he was up at four a.m. to get to Golden Corral so that he could get the early bird breakfast special. You know, and then he had to get home. It's you know, it's cracking two thirty or three thirty here, so he's got to get there early for dinner. Yeah, that dinner rush is yeah. just crazy at Golden Corral. And then also, he's playing a gun line, so that's a lot of bending and moving of models. I'm sure he has to so, move a lot of stuff. Yeah, that, that's just crazy. So he has actually retired. He's left for the day. He's uh, subbed in by Kevin, who plays for one of our local teams, Fancy Players Academy. Yep, we have an alliance yep, with that we team, have, if you they're, will. They're a bunch of dicks, but they're yeah. like an alliance with us. Kevin's an okay guy. Yeah, fuck, Kevin's pretty cool, I guess. Fuck that Eric guy. I'm sure we'll talk to him later. <laughs> He's a dick. He's a dick. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we're going to get on to round two, and then we'll be right back with just, I guess, more interviews and more talking to people in this very experimental Marlboro. Stay tuned. And we're back after round two. Oof. Man, what a round. What a round. Um, I played Taylor, uh, your first round opponent. Yep. Uh, I ended up taking that 35-7 or something like that there. Brittle. Um, yeah, that's pretty tough. 35-8. Uh, so all that happened with that one is kind of like a new player thing where you don't quite focus fire when you should. And then not knowing some of your rules. Like he didn't um, Nova charge the Riptides. Um, and then he deployed everything right along the front line to get close because he didn't want to have to move and shoot Um, but we were playing kind of vanguard strike I deployed all my leviathans like right on the front line Oh, so by turn one um, and I used the the stratagem to change right away into tactical doctrine so I could move and shoot without penalty because they're (laughs) quote unquote ultramarines Oh, sure. Um, and, yeah, so so it was lots of fire and then focusing on Mortis Dreadnoughts and um, leaving the Leviathans alone was kind of the downfall because the Leviathans, oh. like, each turn, like, the turn one, uh, turn two, they deleted a unit of broadsides. Turn two to three, they deleted a unit of broadsides. And, like, it's whatever I pointed their guns at just melted away. Just dies. And just they'll dies. Do that. And, and they'll do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, we're joined here by Danny, of course, and his game to opponent Joe. Joe, first Big time. Big Joe first Peterson time, over first here. First time listener. First time caller, long time listener. No, I, I don't listen to this podcast. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. Oh, very, uh, that's probably for the best. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Thank you. Um, but, yeah, you guys were playing. The, the kind of the, the top table here for round two, I believe, or one of them, um, going both in one and oh for round. I guess you can't really call that. Uh, but yeah, go into your game. You're kind of chaos on chaos ensemble. So my entire strategy is always to roll more sixes than my opponent. And You were very successful today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Solid tactics. You just call every die you're going to roll. Eventually, you're going to get it right. Yeah. Oh, it's going to explode and kill Armin. Okay, sure. Why yeah. not? Yeah, oh. for those who don't know, Joe has an irritating tactic of calling out dice before you roll them and, like, 70% of the time getting those dice right. It was crazy. The last couple turns, he was calling it out pretty well. I'm psychic. <laughs> oh, okay. Which, that makes a lot of sense. Or warlock, I guess, would be the correct term. Yeah. 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 A male witch. Yeah. So, so tell, us cool about, that. T- tell us about your list, Joe. What did you bring today? So today I brought three Chaos Knight Despoilers with the Avenger Gatling Cannon and the Rapid Fire Battle Cannon. Two Exalted Sorcerers and Armin in the Supreme Command, and then a battalion of Renegades and Heretics with and the two idiot leaders. The whole strategy against Danny is to make sure his stuff does not touch my guys and try to kill him. <laughs> um, turn two? No, no, no. Bottom well, of turn one. One of you guys <laughs> touched one of my knights. And it died. 
Yeah, he didn't even have to finish rolling all of the attacks for the Disco Lord. He did, uh, <laughs> God, what was it? like? The first, so, <laughs> so the first volley of attacks, like, because he gets six attacks with the Flawless Cloak, right? I rolled four extra, th- uh, th- four of the extra attacks and hit with almost all of them yeah. with Demon, no, I hit with everything, right? Yeah. Right off the bat with Demon Forged and, like, just, I did, like, 17 wounds to him because I had Demonic Strength and, like, it just, <laughs> So he failed all of them and just died. Well, all but like three. So I think you failed 14, right? Yeah. 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 Or 13, yeah. Anyway, so that was That's pretty like, cool. It's just like 39 damage or something, right? Sure. Well, he was a lot. Yeah. It's a rookie yeah. numbers. You got to pump that damage up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then he got back up like a big jerk. Yeah. Inferno was my favorite. The ability yeah. just to tweak those guns and also not actually die. Right. That's pretty good. It's really good. It's really awesome. So, was there what was your kind of your standout part of the game? The part of the game that you're going to remember from this? The part of the game where I'm like, okay, I've almost got Danny cleared off. I just need to wipe out some plague bearers and some characters, and then it's the plague bearers didn't go away. No, they just stuck around. Yeah. So, like the last ten minutes of the round, I went over to the table um, and was watching you guys play. And I think in that time, I watched Danny take three morale tests for plague bearers, and he got past two of them by rolling ones. The last them. three turns, I rolled three ones for the one squad. He was turning his wizardry, like my own wizardry, against me. Mm-hmm. That's all it was. <laughs> my but, cursed dice were becoming a boon, even though I could roll a lot of ones and twos today. Like <laughs> It was never when you needed them to be ones and twos. Except for this one instance where I had to take morale tests, and then I was like, oh, all day long, baby. Yeah. Like... <laughs> Long term, I knew I had to give up board control, so I sure. didn't just immediately get ganked, and I wasn't able to take it back. I, I killed off all the big threats, but it took me too long to move back up into position, and I was too beat up by that point. Yeah, like turn three when that Lord Discordant was kind of in the middle of your army, Yeah, and uh, like you had to kind of back up to get out of his aura, I think you should have just gone with it. Yeah. And just said, all right, well, I hit on fours or fives or whatever. This is whatever, and then I'll charge him and kill him in combat. Yeah. At that point, I was really, really spooked because I'm going, okay, I have, what, like 12 attacks. I'll be hitting on four or fives against him because of the aura. Right. And then you have the four up, and I'm only wounding on threes. And the big fear was that I'd get him down to one wound, and then he'll just teleport behind me and go, sorry, kid. So, but yeah. it was a it was a good game. Even though uh, I did display some poor sportsmanship, and I had to take a minute for myself to like remind myself that Ooh. it is a dice game. What what happened? Oh man, I just like I, it. Just felt like I couldn't get past like every t- every time I thought I did something good, like and it was and like I comboed some stuff up to make it work out good. Like my dice were like, no, you can't do that, dude. That's not all. <laughs> no, that's too cl- that's too too clutch. Yeah, so to set the temple, first turn of the game, first thing I do, Danny's deployed his army perfectly, it's well spread out, I can't focus fire on any one guy. I'm like going through my head, okay, this guy's going to take like two and a half knights, then maybe I'll swap onto Morty, and I have one of my knights fire at the Lord of Dis- uh, Lord Discordant, his right. uh, field commander. Right. And I fire off just the Avenger, and he's like, okay, five saves. He fails four of them, and just 12 damage right there. Dead. Sure. Just yeah, dead. Cool. Just done. And he's like, I'm like, well, I could re-roll one of these. And Joe's like, you know, I still have my rapid-fire battle cannon. I'm like, all right, he does. <laughs> I love the Inferno boosted adventures. They're just so good. They're really good. So what's your most memorable part from this game, Danny? Uh, rolling a bunch of ones for my Plague Bears and then, like, <laughs> just not dying. 
Like they kept getting down to like three or four guys and then coming back to like 10 plus. Man, there's real some, MVPs. There's there's something beautiful about that. So when you go up against a list like Joe's, Danny, where you um you have your plague bearers, you have your discord and things like that, what's what's your tactics coming out the box box going against knights and um, renegades? If I can try and get a knight on the first turn, I will. Like in general, um, but otherwise, like Joe was saying, I want to take midboard and I want to like maintain control of the objectives, and I was able to do that like pretty much the entire game. Yeah. It was so. a tremendous mistake on my part to move that knight forward to get shots on you. I had to move it outside of my screen. Yeah. And I, I should have just kept him back. Yeah, I mean, you would have just, I mean, you lose the Avenger, but whatevs. Yeah. And see so you, Joe, you're going up against Discordants, Mortarian, all this other kind of stuff here in Plague Bearers. What, what's your kind of opening tactics going in up, up against that? Well, luckily I, we got Hammer and Anvil, right, yeah. for deployment. So Joe's yeah. able to deploy really far back. Yeah. Some deployments against a list like that, it's. If I don't get first turn, he's going to hit my screens. So they're going to be gone. I'll have one turn of shooting, and then I'm going to just flat out lose the game. When I have more time because of the board deployment to actually space out and stretch it out, like I just have to give up board control, kill what I can, and then try pushing back out at the end. It's, yeah. it's basically castling. Sure. Perfect. Well, beautiful, guys. Thank you. Uh, we're going to go get round three started here in a couple minutes. Uh, thank you for your time, Joe. Yeah, my uh, pleasure, Danny, Joe. you're moving on to play. Um, Matt, Matt Goodwin, my first round opponent. Ooh, okay. uh, so you're going to uh, go up against a bunch of knights and a bunch of assholes. Oh, yeah, um, knights. <laughs> I'd say good to be back on oh, hey. rules, but I know oh, yeah. both ends are going to be bookended with uh, just jokes about Eaton. Um, Dave, <laughs> please Dave, please yeah. contribute. Please contribute um, to your way in. He's he not here to stop oh, you. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Dave's mom is so old. Period. Good. Okay, yeah, yeah. Solid. good. That, that works yeah. in solid. That, that maintains the theme that we've maintained for yeah. the entirety of this podcast. Uh, and then, Joe, you're moving on to play Aaron. Oh, okay. So you're going to be playing some dangles. Okay. It's, it's pretty exciting. <laughs> He's already shit-talking. He's already shit-talking. He doesn't have hell blasters. I'll be good. Yeah. <laughs> That's the way to go. But, yeah, we're going to take a break, and we'll be back with round three. Do you have a single wound? A standard bolt gun? Having trouble maintaining an acceptable Xenos kill count? Only barely over two meters tall? Maybe it's time to ask your lieutenant if the Rubicon Primaris is right for you. The Rubicon Primaris is a prescription process that helps you to update that tired look. You may notice an increase in your purging abilities after two to, within two to four hours. You may experience loss of life, additional organs, and a points increase. Do not take the Rubicon if you plan on fitting into rhinos, drop pods, or other traditional vehicles. The Rubicon Primaris is not intended for second founding chapters. The Rubicon Primaris is for use on genetically enhanced super soldiers over the age of 800 only. You are encouraged to report negative side effects to your company's apothecary. The Rubicon Primaris. Because sometimes plot armor is just not enough. Hey, and we're back. And so this is the tournament done over. Uh, I just surprised my, my last round opponent, Taylor. Um, other Taylor. I played two Taylors today. It's true. I did. Oh, I have, to, I have to make sure that Taylor can talk. Eh. Hey, how are you doing? Is it me? Yeah, it's you. Oh, there you go. I've unmuted my. you. Oh, there you God. are. So what a round three. Danny, I believe you take the tournament through a heroic drop. <laughs> mm, I don't know. I don't think it's a draw, but... No, uh, what, it doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, it, was a, it was a fun, friendly day. Uh, we had like a tournament, like I said, a tournament with just our team members participating. We got 10 people, which was, I think was like a really good turnout to come out. That's pretty out cool. And kind yeah. of like, uh, Most everybody play. from our club. 
for like a club that's super legit. That is super legit because we are a legit club. Oh, so yeah. hey, uh, Taylor, tell me about your game three uh, against me. Oh my god, it was versus you. It was versus me. It was. Oh my god, man, I loved the first two turns so much. Those were like my favorite turns. Forty k. All right, so it was one of those deployments where you, it was hammer and anvil, and then we set up. I set up my whole army. You set up my your whole army, yep. and then I go first unless you seize, and then you seized. So, Ouch. <laughs> um, yes. That was unfortunate. I lost a whole breacher squad, two other breachers, so I lost eight breachers in the first turn, and all Dang. my yeah, and then twenty hoplites as well. Yeah, it was, it, it, it was a very good. Did shooting you take phase. gangbusters? Yes. Oh, your specialty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it, it worked out so well for Randall uh, on my nerglings. I'm like, Fair. I got to try Fair. this. <laughs> oh, fantastic. But yeah, yeah, I maxed out gangbusters turn one. Hell yeah, yeah. it was it was brutal. Um, and then on my crackback, I killed. Leviathan through like sheer willpower, I think. Okay, yeah, sure, that makes Anger, sense. Anger, spite, and rage, right. I think, I've is seen, the more accurate thing. I saw his face, <laughs> like after turn one, and it was ninety percent rage. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's that's all I can feel right yeah. now. It's a it's, slow, festering rage. I'm like at like eighty six percent and slowly falling. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> Fourteen hours or so, I'll be. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it'll be fine. I'll stop being mad about it then. Yeah. So, um, kill the Leviathan with the double gun with the double auto cannons, which is oh my god, it's brutal. Um, yes. That, yeah, did big damage time. And then you killed, on your second turn, you killed another Breacher Squad. And I did. I, I had four left at the end of that turn. I, I think the reason, like, I, I've just, I've played one of the local players, Rob, who plays a lot of Breachers. Mm-hmm. And I just, they, I fucking hate Breachers. Against my list, it's super important to kill all of them. Yeah. Like, as fast as you can. Yeah, and, like, when I was playing, like, other Taylor earlier, and he was playing Tau, like, turn one, I massacred every single drone in his army. And as I'm like, don't take it personally. I fucking hate drones. As you should. Yeah, yeah. Every, I mean, does. everybody does, yeah. Yeah, they're the worst. Yeah, they're the worst. Um, but yeah, your breachers were, were kind of wiped down. They did the big die. But um, in my charge, so I killed Carob Colon down to, like, six wounds. Yep. And then four breachers charged him, did four. Um, they didn't die on the crackback because Carob Colon was like, I... Negative. I'm very stressed right now. I don't know what I'm doing. I can't swing properly. Like, I swung with five attacks because of the awesome new shock assault rule. Mm -hmm. Uh, I missed with four of them. But I'm like, that's okay. I just need, like, a two plus to wound. Oh, no, that's a one. That's a one. Hey, Lieutenant, are you are you close enough? No. And no. Lieutenant no. Le- no. Lieutenant is far away, like, picking his nose. Right. <laughs> Looking like a Templar Brethren from 30K. It's okay. They died next turn. It was fine. <laughs> they, did. they did. They did. Yeah. They did the big die. Um, yeah. I think, oh, I brought all my turn two. I brought in my hop, uh, not my hop, that's my... Electro Priests. Electro Priest squad. And they jumped out and they said, hey, Leviathan, fuck off. And they killed it. To, to be fair, first, they, they were pumping up under the ground, and I'm like, oh, that's a Phobos Captain. You can't be within 12 inches of him. And yeah. you're like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> did you some. And then you rearranged over there, and I'm like, oh, and I did, like, I'm an asshole when it comes to deep striking, because I'm like, oh, you, you're within nine inches of Colin there. It's like, fuck. No, I just completely forgot that yeah. uh, the 12 inch guy existed. So I, yeah, I did some polite rearranging. Pornography does not. Oh. Oh. They oh. always remembered the 12 inch guy. That makes sense. Everybody does. It's a dick joke. That's a dick joke. I imagine they try to hire him most often. We gotta have more of those. In. Oh yeah, more we, dick we really jokes. Do gotta pull it up. Past yeah. couple of episodes, fifty percent really more dick jokes. Uh, last yeah. last couple of episodes have been really dry on dick <laughs> jokes. Uh, we, like we had like a, a Patreon episode we did after like we did a nice interview with Mini Wargaming Dave, where it was more dick jokes, but that was limited to people who pay us. Sure. So and you know, Dave's yeah. Dave's mom is. Uh, you know, not dry on dick jokes. Which no. Dave's mom? Uh, no, uh, our Dave. Okay. Uh, not many wargaming. Oh no, never! No, I would never say <laughs> anything <laughs> about her, his mother. No, no, no uh, yeah. Chaos Dave's mother is a saint. Yeah, well, or a demon if, if you want. Yeah, to follow sure, the whatever. Right. right? Yeah, it's fine. Um, but yeah, and so then it continued. It did uh, the game. 
It was so, there. Th- th- there was there another Leviathan died, so I, now I'm Leviathan. Well, Leviathan. I have one Leviathan at two wounds. Yeah. Um, but he's essentially useless at this point. He is a grandfather interned in an angry casket. He is very um, I took How many re- mortals did you do to him? Like 14. Whoa. <laughs> so he did seven? Seven mortal wounds. No, I did 14, and then you saved like eight of them. Yes. Oh, yeah. Because I, I cracked the stratagem, which gave you the five up. Yeah. Well, I'm like, I hope you did that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, and neat. But then, like, the finger pokes were enough to Yeah, take the finger pokes up. were enough. But then I turned around. And Crazy. This game actually turned me around on Redemptor Dreadnoughts. Like, I've been super down on them. But aside from a lack of an invuln. They have, what, like, 18 heavy bolter shots? They have uh, heavy 12. Heavy 12. Don't they have the underslung? The underslung, the basic you one can. you can, but I use the flamer. Okay. Because something I really like with the Leviathans is like I get super close to people and then I use the flamers mm-hmm. like I use on your hoplites. I use the right. flamers to clear the hoplites and the guns kind of aimed at the units in the gotcha. back. And then also when you charge, I like auto hitting things. So they have the flamers. That makes sense. But like this turn, like it did a lot of work for the Redemptors. And in close combat, they're brutal. I think one did 17 wounds in yeah. one round of combat to one of your tanks. It absolutely obliterated it. Um, yeah, both the Redemptors between the both of them because I don't think anything else shot at the hoplites besides like some cone shots yeah um they killed like 40 hoplites yeah so that's a lot of anti-infantry coming out of them so then, you know what i don't hate them i don't really like them but i don't really hate they still them. need uh, like a five up invul or yeah. even a six up invul sure something something Any, just to, to, to make them survive to, to go along the table more and then yeah the rest of our turns were kind of like can i kill your redemptors there's a big drill and it says yes i can yes and you did i did and then i got killed down to one dreadnought by the end of the game um, you took it on points. Um, you made some really good choices for secondaries. I got... You distracted me a lot with away from my secondaries. Right. So so as I'm kind of positioning stuff to move around and shoot at your tanks, mm-hmm. okay, you know, all Electro Priests. Right. And I'm like, well, fuck, I have to turn around and take care of those guys. Otherwise, they're going to come and murder me. Yeah. Um, and that I lost sight of the fact I had Headhunter. I lost sight of the fact I had Big, um, big Game Hunter. Fair. And I'm just going to survival mode there. So I think from my point, maybe some better secondary choices. Uh, this is the first time in a long time I picked like three kill things. Mm-hmm which I don't usually do. I usually have like one, maybe two, where it's movement or positional based. I don't think it was necessarily the worst just because um, the Breachers take so long to die, right? Yeah. So, you, so it took so long time to kill them. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it was fine. Yeah, we'll see. It was fine. But yeah, it, it was a good game overall. It was, it was super brutal. Super brutal, I super fun. Uh, we got done with like 45 minutes to spare. Hell yeah. So we played six rounds of 40K That's pretty in good. an hour and a half pretty much. Fast yeah, Big fast time. I, th- I thought I was dead for sure after like turn two. That was a really brutal turn, first two turns. It's, but you kind fun. of you, you pulled it back like really well. Like call like one shotted comb from oh, yeah. around the corner. Oh, that yeah. was that was cool. That was brutal. He like, bent the bullet. Bent the bullet. Bent the beam. Man, the I, that's yeah. what it was. Sure, <laughs> he, swings his he big whipped arm. it. Yeah. He whipped it. I gotta watch Wanted again now. <laughs> no, you <laughs> don't. <laughs> I would watch. I would watch Wanted if Call was the main character. Oh, <laughs> if it was agreed. A agreed. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Leviathan Dreadnought, like <laughs> <laughs> Angelina Julie appearing for a job. <laughs> Sounds awesome. Everything hurts, and I want to die. <laughs> I'm a caterpillar man. Oh, but yeah, oh, was, he is. It was a great game. So, Danny, you were playing on the top table for first with I uh, was my first <laughs> <laughs> against my my first round opponent, Matthew Goodwin. I didn't even uh, know. I'm sorry. Tabled me hard with knights, um, and then tell me about your game. So I did my movement phase, and then Matt had to go pick up his wife. (laughs) 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 So I don't know. I think I had a good shot. I did get to go first in that game, and I kind of just rolled to see where I would have been at, like, the end of two, assuming that some of my stuff died, because he had to deal with some of my stuff. Right. And uh, 
I did pretty good, I think. I think I would have done pretty good in that game. Like, Mortarian would have died on turn two or so, or maybe turn three. Yeah. Um, but I would have gotten at least two Lord Discordants into his lines, and that would have really destroyed some stuff. Yeah, if, if the Disco Lords get there, then I think this just falls apart. It really depends on if he can kill, like, a one or two or Mortimer turn one. Sure. If he can do that, then I think he has a pretty good shot. But, like, if you just slingshot one into it and says, hey, f- fuck off and die. So he had one knight that was kind of in a corner that was like blocked by ruins and then some bar- some barrels and crates. Right. So I put a Lord Discordant like in between the ruins. So the only way he can get through that is through a Lord Discordant in cover. Right. That's After rough. it wipes out a squad and it's it's also got it's he, the, he can't get out of the minus one to hit aura either. Mm, gotcha. So that guy's probably not probably not. He's probably, probably he's he's probably pretty pretty boned. Yeah, he's probably he's dead for sure. So uh, the thermal cannon is pretty rough against against your list actually too because it just eats through those saves. It can, yeah. yeah. It depends how good I am on those on those uh, the five ups, five ups, yeah. And the Lord and that Lord Discordant would have had a five up feel no pain as well. Oh sure. And so he would have probably been okay. That's fair. I think. Fingers crossed. Fingers yeah. Crossed. I mean, who knows? Yeah. No. We can just say it would have happened because you know you technically got thirty six points. That'd be fine. Yeah. Those so you pay one of those points and everything you say is right. Yeah. Oh, you, okay, yeah, cool. You, you paid so off the judge. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're Nova in this shit up and John, here. you can have all you can have, I should have given you all my CP after I, I needed done. it. Jesus. This is the thing. <laughs> I love my list. I need more CP. I, I need more CP all the time. Oh, beautiful. Hey, well, I think we're going to wrap this up here. Um, it's been a fun day. It's been a fun yeah, day. Sure. Um, let us know what you think of this format. It's very choppy. There's no smooth transitions in between any of the interviews. There shouldn't be. Um, this episode of this podcast was um, recorded over uh, nine hours. Yep. Uh, nice. So it was, it was sort of nice kind of getting it fresh and during the time. Um, it's a little shorter than usual, but like I said, I am, I, I'm jetting out this week. Oh yeah. Uh, so, so we're kind of squeezing this in as a John special. gone, John gone. And then, uh, this week, this, uh, this upcoming weekend here, we'll be doing battle zone Ursa, which yeah. is our local GT, local GT. Um, so yeah. this was kind of our practice tournament for our team, which was great, um, to get a good practice day in. You and did fabulously Taylor. Thank you. You did too. Yeah. That was, it was a really good. Yeah. Game, for One sure. and two. I did great. Yeah. Thanks, asshole. Okay. <laughs> I was talking about how much fun I had playing you. Fun. Well, it's always a blast because we always like really shit talk each other hard. Yeah. <laughs> but then I just broke your spirit after one turn of yeah. shooting and the shit, the shit talking stopped shit right away. stopped immediately because I was like, oh man, I have to use my fucking brain now. <laughs> this is the worst. Big brain time. Big, I hate my uh, Man, brain. did he big brain time and got a brilliant uh, victory out of it there. But yeah, super cool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so uh, for Marbles, I've been John. I've been Danny. I've been Taylor. And Dave went home. Dave's dead. <laughs> <laughs>